The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Reception Perception, the show. James Cole and Matt Harmon. All right, man, Tyreek Hill, bro. I mean, this dude said he wants to to, to, to have 2,000 receiving yards. Right now, he's on pace for 2,200. He's I on mean, pace to th- shatter 2,000. I mean, that's what I mean. That's crazy. Yo, this guy's playing out of this world, and it's so it's awesome to see, man. This guy's just absolutely lighting up the league, man. Uh, nine targets, eight receptions for 181 yards, eight catches for 181 and a touch, man. This dude only ran 18 routes, Matt. He only ran 18 routes and he got 181. What the hell's going on? Tyreek is just unstoppable. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't think of a more advantageous matchup than Mike McDaniel's offense with Tyreek Hill going against Wink Martindale's defense there oh for the New York Giants. You know, blitz yeah, you heavy go man, man coverage. coverage. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> They were toast from the minute the game began. Honestly, before that, Wink even said before the game he's sleeping like a baby and that he's getting up every two hours to cry right. and go to the bathroom, right. you know, and like I would. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, oh man, so so many things to, to talk about here. Number one, it's funny looking back at like the Tyreek Hill trade where I know I said this at the time. It was such like a shame to think of, oh, Tyreek Hill is leaving this environment in Kansas City where he, that vertical speed of his is just so perfectly matched with Mahomes' ability to attack all three levels of the field. Right. Come to find out, this is like maybe even more perfect of a marriage <laughs> just because right. of the scheme of the offense and what they want to get done. Um, Mike McDaniel says this all the time, you know, and, and it's why I love Mike McDaniel is like um, that Sunday night game against the Patriots a few weeks ago where the sideline report is like, what are you doing, you know, to, uh, to attack this defense? He's like, well, I'm not doing anything. It's uh, the players that are out there doing it. Um, and obviously, you know, there's a big credit to him in the offense that he designs, but yeah, I think he is well aware that they're not running this offense. If they don't have number 10 on the team, right? They're not doing all this <laughs> okay. stuff. If number 10 is not on the team. Um, yeah. I wrote about this entire kills reception perception profile. I know. I mean, I think he's a clear cut, obviously top four receiver in the NFL. It's yeah, you know, it's 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 him, it's Devontae, it's Stefan Diggs and, and Justin Jefferson. And I think, you know, Justin Jefferson obviously is a transformative talent in his own right. But man, there's maybe no more valuable receiver to his team than Tyree Kill. Just because of what he is able to do from a coverage dictating standpoint, 
the right. way that they uh, get him in space, the way that Tua can just toss it up to him. And even if the pass isn't perfectly thrown and like the Twitter trolls want to nitpick Tua's deep ball, he knows Tyreek's still going to win it in tight coverage because he's that type of receiver. And I said all this and we all this stuff before the whole like cheat motion thing that, that Shanahan's been calling those like full speed motions or whatever. That was before we really saw it. There was a play on Sunday, James, where Tyreek Hill is like doing the full speed motion thing, running outside, and then the ball snaps again, full speed, and he snaps back and runs like a screen pass. What do you do, dude? What do you do? to take Tyreek Hill away in this offense. Uh, so far, the NFL's answer to that is the shrug. They can't. It cannot be <laughs> done. Can't. Right, 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 right. Um, you know, I, I think the thing that um, Mike McDaniel has done with uh, Tyreek too, well, first of all, he's pushed him outside a little bit because, and it gives him, a, I think, a little bit more space. How do I explain this? So he, they kicked him outside a little bit more than what Andy Reid does, right? Because what when he was with the Chiefs, especially the last couple of years, he was almost a 50-50 player slot outside, mm-hmm. right? Um, and they had him run a, a lot of vertical routes, which obviously makes a whole hell of a lot of sense. What Mike McDaniel has done with Tyreek, though, is he's kicked him outside a little bit, and he's given him a little bit more space horizontally, not vertically. Right. So these deep crossing routes or even these uh, slant routes or whatever it might be, if you look at his route chart, a lot of what he does right now, Tyreek Hill, are these in breaking routes really stressing defenses at all levels. So whether it's a, a shallow cross or a deep cross or a drag route, whatever it might be, they're utilizing his speed not only vertically, but especially on in-breaking routes, where, again, when you look at some of the quarterback data that Derek Klassen has put together, these are areas of the field where Tua feels the most comfortable throwing to the, uh, uh, again, those in-breaking routes where they're, again, just kind of sort of coming towards the middle. You know what I mean? So um, kudos, I think, to Mike McDaniel. He is, Tyreek, I think, running um, different types of routes uh, in this offense, and they're utilizing his speed not just in the vertical game, but in that horizontal game as well. Yeah, and that's where I I say again that like, could they do any of this without Tyreek Hill? This no. this whole offense, no, right? Like, no, these wide open windows that we've seen. And look, the Broncos' defense stinks, and the Chargers' defense stinks. But those two games, especially, and even the Giants' defense stinks that they just played this past weekend. But yeah. And just they're they're one of these teams that are just going to take a flamethrower to a bad defense. I understand all of that. Um, of course, you know, want to see good defenses and good defensive um, minded head coaches go against this team. And, you know, maybe at some point this season that will happen. Um, but like, yeah, the ability I'm thinking running those full speed motions, putting that stress on the cornerback and then breaking in the dig route from the outside. And I say outside because in quotes, because we'll talk about this when we get to the Rams too. Like who's the slot receiver and who's the wide receiver? I almost don't really care because they're changing. Literally, like I said, Kyle Shannon calls it the cheat motion because it is kind of like cheating. When the ball is snapped, like, yeah, maybe if Tyreek is here running in full speed, and I, you can't see this because it's a podcast, but <laughs> like if he's shaded to the ins, like the inside of the farthest outside receiver, he's shaded like just outside and then he's the outside receiver. What is really the difference? It's so, it's so minimal, the difference between whether he's a wide or a slot receiver at this point. But again, point being here, like running that full speed motion taking a like just charging downhill because yep. you're, as a corner, you're naturally going to be afraid. He's going to beat you deep. 
and then, you know, cutting back on like what's nominally a dig route, like a deep, deep in route or a post route or something like that. I mean, it's just like wide open space. Oh, by the way, they run the crap out of the ball now yeah. with Devon Achan, who's who's unfortunately got a knee injury now. Hopefully it's nothing too serious because guy literally looks like Chris Johnson 2.0, CJ 2K. Yes. Um, perfect, perfect, perfect comp. I love it. Yes. Uh, like it's just an impossible to defend offense, like unbelievable speed. Uh, it's something we haven't really seen before. Yeah. It, the funny thing about it is that a chance playing or a chance playing so crazy good, like out, out, like the charts are just like out of this world, right? He's averaging more than 12 yards a carry. It, 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 it masked the fact that actually Raheem Mostert's actually playing good football too. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like he's not, I mean, the guy's still playing good football too. Uh, what's crazy is that. Raheem Mostert is averaging 5.4 yards per carry. Uh, that's that's incredible. Good for this guy. And yet, at the end of the day, it's like, oh, yeah, 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 let's cast him aside. Who cares about Raheem Mostert averaging 5.4 yards? We need more Devin A. Chan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, he's averaging how, 2x per carry, which I know. is absurd. It's, so crazy. it's just it's ridiculous. Absolute ridiculousness right now uh, with what is going on in Miami. And And to your point, some of it obviously is the fact that they're playing, um, you know, good matchups, right? Right. Like the giants defense, I don't think is as bad as the numbers would show, but that being said, they, you know, wink is going to throw a lot of man coverage, a lot of blitzes and stuff. And all of that plays perfectly into what Miami wants to do. Um, so yeah, but I'm just, look, I'm just here to say that Tyreek Hill is one of the all-time greats, and even as as he is in this conversation uh, of great players, I just feel like Tyreek doesn't get the credit that he is due because far too often people just say he's fast. And to me, yeah. I don't think that's the case. You know, the fact that he understands where to sit down in zone coverage, obviously great man beater as well. You don't do that with just being fast, man. Um, and and to your point of, oh, we're, we're in this era right, right now where we're at, right? Where you've got the Devante, Stefan Diggs, and the Justin Jeffersons of this world. You're right, dude, 100%. There is, I don't think there's more of a coverage breaker in the NFL than Tyreek Hill. And that's why I'm saying I don't think he gets enough credit um, for what he is doing on the football field right now. That's all I'm, uh, that's the reason I bring up Tyreek Hill because he's great and he's an all time great player. Uh, Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Totally. I uh, totally agree with you there. Uh, and, you know, this has been a big thing with Tyree Kill and reception perception for a long time. You know, that that he's not just speed. He's not just deep balls, stuff like that. He's a full field route runner, like a really underrated technician, in my opinion. Like, I think you have to talk about him as one of the at bare minimum 10 best route runners in the NFL. Um, Love it. And, and obviously, again, unique wise, it's it's a totally different speed too, literally and figuratively, um, just because what again what he's able to do is so different from all these other receivers. Um, he's he is an offense maker all to himself, 
that yeah. remains the case. Um, I mean, he's definitely like on a Hall of Fame trajectory. You you would say oh, at yeah. this point, yeah. Like I would almost, you know, he's he's a part of he's a lock. Yeah, he's a lock. Like part of a legend. Yeah, like a it would be great if he wins a Super Bowl with the Dolphins or something like that. I, I guess, but just the fact that he's been the engine piece of this offense. You know, the fact that he went from Mahomes to to this offense then and, and is exploited, like we said, in so many different ways uh, is so unique. So, yeah, again, the, the Dolphins have beaten up on a lot of bad defenses, but tell I'm going to read off their schedule. Tell me the tell me one of these defenses that you're like thinking, ooh, maybe they could pitch pitch a heater at uh at, at the Miami Dolphins week six Carolina Panthers. I think we nope. can both say nope. Uh, week seven Philadelphia Eagles. I don't think mm. so. That's interesting, heat. though. I mean, they've got the players to do it. You can heat Tua up with this pass rush, theoretically, but he gets rid of the ball too fast. You can't even really <laughs> put any pressure on him. He had a couple right. of – he had two dumb throws I think he wants back probably, Tua, yeah. with those interceptions. But Yeah, those were bad. Um, those were bad, but, yeah, I mean, negligible in the grand scheme of the game. They didn't obviously even come close to losing to the Giants at any point. But um, I think Philadelphia is interesting. New England in week eight, I don't, I know they had a decent game against them in week two, but, right. you know, I, the Patriots are just down so bad on offense right now. I can't imagine them possessing the ball for long enough for that their defense Agreed. to hold up. Agreed. Week nine against Kansas City I do think is interesting just because, like, if you're going to get interior pressure on Tua with Chris Jones, that I do think is an interesting matchup, but – you know, then they get the the Raider. They get the buy in week ten. Then the Raiders. I mean, the Jets. Dude, hot, maybe hot, you know what? Hot take here. I think that Miami's going to absolutely blow the doors off of Casey. I. I that's just. I. Boy, I don't know. Be like takes on takes. I. Yeah. 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 I know. I'm just saying, Casey. Right now, uh, offensively, they're just getting by, man. Travis yeah. Kelsey's, you know, still banged up, and obviously that now he's got an ankle injury and stuff, and. Obviously, that game's down the road, so they can get healthier. There's no question. But they got to do some, man, they got to do some soul searching offensively in KC, man. Like, you, you can't just ask Superman to put the cape on every week, bro. Like, no. you know, some of these guys got to start separating. Some of these guys got to start beating zone on a consistent basis. You just got to do it, man. So the, I think they've got a, a ways to go. Um, I don't know, you know, and I think it is telling that too, that they're trusting Pacheco a little bit more and more in that offense too, because man, they need to take some pressure off of that pass game because that pass game right now is literally just Superman putting the cape on. That's it. I, and I I don't know, man, like, I don't think you can play a team like Miami and and keep doing that, you know, and and don't get me wrong. Listen, Miami defensively has got a long, long way to go, but I'm just saying the longer Vic Fangio has these guys, the better they're going to get. You know, so I, I get get Miami while you can now, because right now they're not very good defensively. So get them while you can, because I'm telling you, Vic Fangio is going to get these guys humming by the time the postseason starts, man. This is a team that you don't want to see at all. Uh, dark horse Super Bowl contender for sure. Yeah, so many just wasted routes in Kansas City right now. It'd be one thing if like, OK, just one guy's out there getting, you know, just getting their cardio in. They've got like three guys getting their card <laughs> at this point. And every yeah, time Rasheed totally, Rice comes on the totally field, they're, they're, uh, they're throwing him the ball, but they don't. And I think understandably, they don't want to play him enough right now because he's just, you don't want to throw him into the deep end. It's like, it'd be like taking your kid in the, all right, they're kicking around in the baby pool. Pretty, let's just yep. toss him in the 12 feet of water. That's yep. what they'd be See doing what happens. Rasheed Rice. 
Let's see what happens. Uh, hey, if you're listening to the podcast, don't do that, okay? Because yeah, bad right. things would happen. Um, right. And I think that's kind of where the Chiefs are with Rasheed Rice. Um, you know, Justin Ross is like anytime he's on the field, he's like, okay, great, whatever, who cares? It, it, not seeing a lot of juice there either. Um, oh God, can he can he actually stop dropping passes though, please, Justin Ross? God, like, can any? I mean, dude, can any of these guys catch? It's it's a tough it's a tough break, man. Um, I do think the Chiefs' offense, like one, some some of these guys, will emerge and and be better by the end of the season than they are right now. But yeah, Week Nine against the Dolphins, that will be a, a pretty big test in Miami yeah. too. I know, I know. Uh, interesting stuff. Um, hey, you know who we got? Oh, back excuse me. It's about- not. It's not in Miami. It's it's a it's an international game. That's it. It's at ah. nine thirty Eastern. My bad. But still, okay, okay. is that point, is that the point. Germany game? I think so. I don't yeah, know. I Whatever. So. We'll find out. So that one, you know what? That game could get wonky just because it's it's overseas, man. So let's yes, see what Frankfurt happens. Stadium. Twenty four hundred Sports is an Odyssey company. 